listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. 1990 Chubb Rock jumps up on the scene with a lean and a pocket full of green the green didn't symbolize or made it to the top but Robocop last year was a shock the tone of the Popeye cut shake your butt kids are screaming the media says what oh that's what that says okay didn't know he said that uh, <laughs> uh, kind of music is this for you to dance to the man with the plan and the man demands you leave the smack and the crack for the whack or the vowel of the nine uh, keep a smile like that leave the knife and the gun in the store ignore the temptation sent by the nation racial gain causes pain need a new rep in your hearts and minds never forget yourself hawkins and you walk in just don't run black on black remember that's it that it's important anyway the shun list one one brings forth the fun no hatred the summer's almost done no time for sleep jump in your jeep and pump up the funky beat a whole week Reaper goes off joe smash it and trash it you're too young to be plumped in the casket yo get you, just get your boys and for green the noise and just swing it and party people sing it hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen i never knew this was a uh, sound like this is a song about um stopping black on black violence and shit mm. Mm. glad this came out before everybody got all woke and shit they would have been Come on. what's up with this respectability politics and nah, all that shit I seen somebody call uh to pimp a butterfly being Carson speeches over struggling jazz beats and I'm like the internet moves so fast now. That was a classic album y'all wanted to win a Grammy and now it's cool and shit. That's Oh, that's that, what they said it sounds like. That's what somebody said on Twitter. I was like, damn. Yeah, like that was that was awfully fast. Yeah, <laughs> I've just come to conclude conclude some people just hate everything. Yeah, I think it's also that thing where after a certain period of time you can kinda of take a shot at stuff that maybe you uh always wanted to find a way to be shady and plus people need need attention you know and it's a thing that helps you get attention people either if it's people arguing or people laughing at it or whatever but you know whatever uh anyways the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitch or podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um we can get right into the show um it's not well, actually, there's a couple things I did want to talk about that have nothing to do with the news or whatever. Okay. But, uh, I went to the dentist this morning and uh, got a routine, you know, checkup. Mm-hmm. Everything was good. Uh, you know, no problems. Uh, but the normal woman that does my dental checkup, like the dentist assistant or mm-hmm. whatever they call the RN. I don't know what those people are called. Mm-mm. I know they're called something. But she uh she wasn't there so they had another woman do it mm-hmm. and um she was an older woman I th- I, yeah, and that's, she's done mine before yeah i think that's the only way i get her the older woman she's a little heavy-handed yes she is like i don't know she just got like it was it was like the uh property brothers was on and then uh because she wanted to talk to you about that and then it went to um it went to some type of flip this it was like flip my uh pawn sh- no not pawn shop mm-hmm. what do they call those things um the stores where you well how have i forgotten this i used to go with my grandma like every couple of weeks um what to my pawn shops not the pawn shop the um thrift store like okay. like flea market it was flip my flea market or something okay and it was people buying stuff and they flip it anyway <laughs> y'all she was paying so much attention to that motherfucking tv fucking that, my gums up that'd be her shit she was like she i was like baby no you look at my mouth what you doing you can't do this by hand you don't know my mouth that well and so she was just going all through my mouth and just digging in and 
you know and i i got i can't lie to you guys um you know y'all trust me i hopefully you listen to the show enough but i had some i had to dig deep into my toxic masculinity to make it through that i know i'm a little bit ashamed myself but um i'm sure you know and like i said we all have patriarchy and mm-hmm. we all been influenced by all the stuff and i'm, I'm no yeah i'm no different mm-hmm. and uh i leaned deep into it to get through that shit because my inner monologue was full of all the things that i don't think you should be saying to people anymore but i was like rod you ain't no bitch your daddy didn't raise no little punk don't you cry you know like it was <laughs> instead of telling her hey i'm in pain i love the pain the pain gives me pleasure mm. dig deeper bitch you can't break me like it, it would turn into like torture like it was like in every movie where they torture somebody and the person don't never tell the secret right away <laughs> I, was, I was like that i was like that's all you got i never tell you what isis is or whatever it was just it was ridiculous and all she do is near 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 just clean the well it wasn't the, the those that got me it was the uh the pick tools it's not, oh, it's not the okay when they're trying to get like like the yeah they're trying to get yeah. plaque off and shit but it's like my teeth are great hit my teeth don't fuck up my guns my guns have nothing to do with this they didn't come to this party to be attacked like this yes and i remember because when i was a kid oh my gosh i was and for for people that got uh children you understand this i was one of them kids i didn't get fucked up by my teeth as a child like i was like fuck fuck this and when i you know as children you think well shit bleed is a bad thing not realizing that's a form of gingivitis and you need to brush because you actually need healthy gums didn't you know nobody ever really sat down to talk about oral hygiene to me as a child and so i remember one time i went and i don't i this was years ago she cracked my gums so bad my gums were hurting for days after and after that they didn't have to worry about my black ass and no tartar or nothing like that because i was brushing the hell out of my teeth i was like whatever it takes not to get her to fucking uh cement chisel this shit off my teeth no more never never again yeah i always took care of mine but still it's just that the heavy-handed people like they just can go in on your gums like i don't even think my mouth was bleeding after it just hurt you know um and sometimes like that woman has done my mouth and it has bled and i tried to say something then i'm like all right now getting a little too damn physical over here mm-hmm. but um <laughs> i mean she assaulted your mouth but yeah i had to make it through y'all i was it was the struggle i was in there like grip the chair handle this is so this is that toxic masculinity i didn't want to be no bitch all in my mind that's all I was in my mind <laughs> excuse me excuse me ma'am excuse me you know i just felt like i was gonna be a little bitch and i didn't do it and that's why we ah, got to get rid of it guys come that's on. the same reason terry cruz was so shocked that people had his back is because or black women had his back because he was you know that toxic masculinity was in his head he was like they're gonna laugh at me and that's how i was feeling i was like she's just gonna as soon as i leave this office she's gonna be like you won't believe this big ass bitch Mm-mm. i can't believe she's just this big ass dude came in here talking about some my team and then in my mind they all laughing at the receptionist desk like oh, <laughs> oh that rod what a bitch oh god <laughs> i know that's not what was gonna happen guys no but th- th- my mind's not it wasn't rational in those moments <laughs> so stupid it's ridiculous Type masculinity is so stupid and fragile <laughs> yes and it hurts everybody the other thing i want to talk about it's not a joke or anything but um i mean it's kind of funny to me maybe it won't be funny to other people but uh this nigga sean king is suing people for what 
for uh for for lying about him on twitter according to him and he went and got some real lawyers and everything and i seen some people was getting that first wave of notices them cease and desist uh i don't know what them let i don't know i don't know what them letter said but uh they was getting them notices and it's like the perfect storm it's the perfect microcosm of like what you don't want to happen because essentially the people that were getting targeted quote not even targeted i guess the people that he was going at and being like y'all said this shit about me so i'm responding and telling you cut the shit out take it back or else we're going to court those people yeah are also they're on twitter a lot so it's like the perfect little like microcosm of the wrong people to really be handling something in public because everybody involved wants to stunt for the internet so that nobody's gonna like like to me i'm not look i haven't been sued by this dude so i don't know i would hope that i would handle it a different way but to me that's the kind of thing where i'm gonna try to either talk to somebody get some legal advice right to see what is the next motherfucking move now i'm older you know so maybe that you know, when you're younger maybe there's a little bit more like feistiness or whatever mm-hmm. but to me it's like no harm no foul i don't really give a fuck and if i really said some shit i can't prove about you then fuck it like what okay i'll stop my bad i take it back you know like the damage is essentially done anyway whether i take it back or not it's really for right. your ego right um but these people was on some like like one dude he was like i take it back but then he wrote a long ass thread about sean king is targeting black queer people and uh that's and i'm like but if you the one that was talking shit about him and you couldn't back it up and you did retract your statement see okay so this is the thing i talk about all the time with the accountability you can't be like i'm going to hide behind this shit and not be accountable for my stuff you know like did he handle it in public yes but so did you so the i hate this thing where you target someone that's a in your mind they're this public figure they're this bigger than life person they're just a human being but you target this person and then when you get the response that would come from someone who has a bigger platform more money all this shit than you you act like well i'm the victim i can't believe you would respond to me in this manner keep in mind sean king has tried for years to just mitigate this shit with social media mitigate this shit by writing about it whatever it has still stuck with him this is you know this is not me talking about the validity of the shit i don't really care to be honest i i have never cared as as i've said on this show many times um but this it this is a foreseeable prevent uh preventable point that everyone had to get to and it's the thing i've been talking about for years i'm like i don't know that man i don't really know any of these activists enough to vouch for any of them correct i don't know that what they do with their books i don't know that you got motherfuckers all of them get accused of fucked up shit because of what they do so you got some people that just accuse you of being fucked up because you're against racism and i don't like that you're you're a feminist i don't like that then you have people that are like i've been done wrong by this person but we've also seen the other side where people are like uh they won't say it but i'm just jealous of this person i don't like that person therefore i must say everything they do is wrong we've seen it all you know twitter social media has really given us a great insight into the minds of people and uh in a way it's it's been good because it's taken some of the um mystique off of uh 
uh public figures that are politicians activists because you know the way we get taught in history books is like they're flawless right you know it's like the everybody got along yeah and if you take enough time it's like the beefs that happened weren't really that bad or there was you know it was like yeah uh you know booger t washington didn't like uh wb dubois but it's all good you know because they both dead now and it's a hundred years ago so we don't really give a fuck but at the time it was like it might have been on site for them niggas right they just didn't have twitter for us to see them picking on each other's clothes or the you know the messages they sent to each other they got screenshotted and then deleted so you know the messiness of it is on display now right correct so um some of these things become fact without really having to become fact you hear something about somebody enough times you just start believing it it don't really fucking matter who said it how many times it's just i've heard it 12 times if you did a poll put this guy's name in the poll the results are gonna come back with i think he's a scammer i think he's shady i think it doesn't really matter whether i have the to back it up or not i just heard it enough you know um so i can see how someone that felt like their credibility has been impugned especially in a field such as activism um would be like oh this is gonna stop once i get the resources to make it stop i'm gonna make y'all stop talking about me now i ain't saying that's the most mature or best way to handle it you know but it's it's hard to be above shit all the time come on now you know uh, assuming this is from his perspective assuming he's right right there's a big assumption there assuming that he's right or even uh, even assuming he's wrong but they can't prove it and he knows they can't prove it. it i can still see somebody being like stop fucking talking about me keep my name out of your mouth stop lying on me uh you got jokes you got jokes you got this you got you know y'all want to call me talcum x question my ethnicity and shit i can't stop you from making a joke but i can stop you from saying i collected money on behalf of centoya brown and stole the money when i never did that and if you can't prove that you need to stop saying that um so like he went after some people and they was on twitter giving a blow by blow and so this is the other part i had to get to i don't don't know how many times i can say this these twitter people are not your friends no they're not they don't care about you they really don't I, i and i mean that in the most like sincere way possible you cannot fall prey to doing what these motherfuckers on the internet think you should do because most of the time they have no investment if you die tomorrow they'll be like that's sad i remember uh when we used to tweet and then you just dead you gone correct you know everybody moves the fuck on no matter how nice and sweet of a person you were or how mean or how popular you were your death is still your death you're gone you know um if you go to prison you're gone everybody love tax season y'all don't talk about that shit no more because he's not making it and he in jail it's, he might as well be gone you know it's, i'm not saying that's fair or right i'm just saying the game is the game you start believing these people like really have your back and shit because they put you in a tweet or they say shout out to you or keeping you in my thoughts that doesn't necessarily mean that you know you're trending today because you're because it's because this dude is on twitter going back and forth with you yes and then 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 by eight o'clock we'll be talking about live tweeting black lightning you just have to it's just that's the advice i would give people you know as somebody that's been on both sides of that shit Mm-hmm. you know as somebody that's been lied on in public as somebody that has um <clears throat> uh had people um you know 
make just kind of make shit up and go with it i understand the need to defend yourself as somebody that has been like um hyped up by the internet to do shit and been like should i do this is this like the advice that my friends would give me and have my friends be like no No. have my wife be like no Mm -mm. you know people Mm -mm. that actually give a fuck looking like a fucking fool and then laughing at you yeah the people that actually invested in your life are like nah man you know perfect example how many people you follow somebody on facebook twitter whatever y'all y'all friends y'all cool ha 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 they and you like them because oh they they drag everybody they're so they're so entertaining they're so fun they're so edgy but at the same time y'all never stop to check in and be like why the fuck are you dragging people every day is everything okay at home is everything okay in your career your is love your life state okay you know what i mean what's your mental health looking like like we don't do that right for the most part it's like ha 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 she dragging again <laughs> retweet like favorite you know what i'm saying it's re you know are they beefing ha <laughs> ha it's 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 entertainment we consume each other like it's a reality show and it can work to your benefit obviously people love the attention Mm -hmm. you can make careers off of it people you know a lot of good things can come from it if you handle it right but we don't really talk about the downside which is motherfuckers on twitter giving you the stupidest ass legal advice i ever seen in my motherfucking life because they just want to see a fight on twitter uh, like if you if they really were invested in you and they saw you being like i'm about to go in with sean king and fucking end up getting sued by this legal team that he went and got a lot of people would be like honey you should drop that you know what i'm saying look bro hey it really ain't even that serious for 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 a couple hundred likes on twitter you gonna go to fucking court over twitter and spend hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars possibly i gotta go a, tr- a trial i gotta get legal I gotta get legal representation for Twitter for some offhanded shit that I just wanted to say about this dude. Now, hopefully it don't go that far. Hopefully, cooler heads prevail and he drops this shit. But you just never know, cause motherfucker, it's like when you bully somebody, you pick on them, and then that motherfucker start fighting back. They don't just start stopping. They don't just stop oh, no, oh, no. when it's even. They gonna whoop mm. your ass all the they, way down. They gonna be sure that all the shit that you've given them, you get that back and some more yeah it's just it's literally just not fucking worth it Mm-mm. you know what i mean and like i try to keep that energy away from me i understand what, right. what we do for a living it's easy to have people that are like i'm a fan or you know i love when you do this that or other and not and that's cool I, I love that people support us me too but i always have to keep in mind like but there's always a contingent of folks that really just they're here for their entertainment and that's it your that's life is it. their entertainment the, the your kids are there entertainment they don't think of you a human being as Mm-mm. a person as a family Mm-mm. person as Mm-mm. a you know a person with mental health that that needs to be taken care of you know it does it doesn't really resonate with everybody no. not, not saying most but just right. it doesn't resonate with everybody and then you get these responses and like i said i was looking on twitter today my eyes was big as shit like are y'all really about to have this girl and this dude and these people go to trial because you, you can't go to a courtroom and go well ma'am i'm a i'm a person of color that's queer so um when he said on twitter that uh i needed to retract what i said i felt like i was being harassed and they'd be like you said this thing can you prove it because if you if, unless you got some proof then you shouldn't have said this thing and then once you said that thing it's reasonable for him to defend himself in the same public public square that you would would say that thing in so what why are we in court today are you going to keep saying the thing are you going to finally take it back do you want to pay a civil penalty 
what like or is this gonna be some some jail type shit like what is that important and guess who's not there all the motherfuckers that was hyping you up dog and i swear i'm not joking if somebody go to trial and lose this shit oh they're going to joke people the gonna laugh at them the same people the same people they might not do it the day of they might act like it's a travesty of justice because most people's morality extends as far as if they like somebody or not correct and there's a lot of people that don't like sean king so to, in that circle it's everything he did is, is shady he's a scammer he's this day that for those that do like uh him they're like why you why why can't you prove these allegations and why are you saying these things so publicly unless you got the proof right my but but bigger than that wait a couple days let something really bad happen to one of these people and they end up losing out some money or a career opportunity or something like that and watch how the same people that boosted you up will be like i i, I knew that shit was stupid i would have just took it back ha 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 the same people it be your own people it's not even that deep it's not that complicated the same motherfuckers boosting you up look them in the eyes they're gonna be the same pictures you see floating down your timeline when you fuck up and being like this stupid motherfucker it is what it is you know you have to pay attention to shit that's not just you you know because that when you watch how they do each other Mm -hmm. and i watch yeah then you see how they gonna do you so it's just crazy to me man i saw that shit and was like man i hope everybody end up okay i hope cooler heads prevail because from the one side i can completely understand that a person like sean king should probably be quote unquote above this all activists get accused of fraudulent shit all of them at least all the ones i've seen right i can't think of not one whether i personally know them or not all of them motherfuckers been accused of something where it's like mm, they saying that wasn't nothing up and up and you know what i don't fucking know really ain't my business it's, i'm really out there like um i hope all of y'all get us free or whatever good luck to every, everyone right uh you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't really trust or believe in no one person in anything and that's fine but um it's just when you see these patterns and these cycles repeat this is a new level let's go to court that's a new level and i saw saw people being like he got black lawyers gonna take me to court like i'm like so if he would have got white lawyers ever been better i don't understand like what does the blackness of the lawyers matter they selling they are they selling us out because in their mind they think they're defending a biracial man um who has had his 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 integrity and his uh reputation and credibility impugned and they and they and he's hired them to do a job which is to make sure that y'all motherfuckers keep his name out your mouth so like how you gonna play this because like you can spend any that's why i say accountability is a motherfucker because you can spend anything we have the words now right via social media to spend anything i can slander you like legal the legal sense right i can legally slander you and then when i am called out for it i can flip my words into like but this is why i should be able to do that and the person that was slandered should not have a right to defend themselves you know what i'm saying like it's crazy it's like but if the shoe was on the other foot you would you would do the exact same what's thing funny, a lot of them what's funny is the shoe is on the other foot now that's what this lawsuit shit and this twitter shit has done because he's on twitter being like at so-and-so 
here is the screenshot of the tweet you had you deleted it you told my legal team that you would stop doing this shit and here you are on twitter still going what are you doing you gonna end up getting in trouble you gonna end up in a court of law you need to drop this shit right now don't let these niggas basically pump your head up and they and the people are like in their own like nope uh-uh, i'm gonna retweet everything i'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going at you i'm gonna, and it's like who's your advisor like who are your friends that pick up the phone and be like hey man this shit ain't even that serious and you need to let it go this dude is not playing like do you got proof you know did you really delete this and did you really talk tell the people you were gonna cease and desist and then go on twitter because these likes and retweets ain't feeding nobody Mm-mm. and I, I i don't know i guess you everybody just got to go through it they sell, you know but I, I try to have some level of integrity about the way i do shit and the way we do shit so you know it's kind of like the fire starter thing all over again i remember how many people was egging us on to like go at it and i was like no Mm-mm. those are my friends right if i have injured them regardless of the language being used the the problem is whether i meant to or not i have caused injury to that to them to their brand i just want to fix that i don't really care about y'all patting me on the back and being like oh they trash and y'all the best nope 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 and motherfuckers on the internet will do that and then who lives with the consequences you right so you got the burn bridge you got the people looking at you you got the folks that you know i mean shit they lucky firestarter wasn't trying to be legal with it you know because it's a wild wild west we don't really know how the court of law is gonna handle some of these things correct you know so you got you got people like if they were like that's my intellectual property um black girl nerves i'm suing black eye tips i'm suing anybody else that's using this hat like i'm out here trying to get some a lot of us wouldn't even know what the fuck to do in the court over that shit you know maybe the court throws it out maybe the court is like no 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 y'all it's some harm here y'all need to fix this mm-hmm. you know and the fact that people got lost all that empathy in that because it was whose side you own and not what's right and wrong right and when people made the same arguments when black girl nurses to get they shit sharked everybody would make that argument for them oh so these big white publications trying to take the credit okay so how can it not be important that these guys invented these hashtags and everybody's using them and then you're going well fuck it's not yours no more it's ours fuck that you know so it's just crazy it's just crazy how how the internet is and how it's the wild wild west so we'll see what happens man but we will only time will tell i saw that shit and just started laughing because i was like this is out of control but i completely understand why he would feel the need to have to sue because it's got to be one i know it's got to be bothering him because he's written about it but more importantly than bothering him it's got to be harmful to his reputation and business so if you can't prove it if it's just speculation you are gonna you know and, and for the record suing somebody like this also opens up your shit to discovery so if his shit ain't on the up and up you know you hope that his lawyers aren't stupid enough to start suing people and and don't be prepared to go to go to court but let's say they did and they go to court then maybe these people will find something and be able to prove like oh we're looking at his books we're looking at his taxes we're looking at everything we're seeing where every dime went and maybe they find some money mismanagement or maybe they find malfeasance of some type maybe but that's a big ass risk to be taken on over a tweet you know so we'll see what happens that was whoo boy the bird was 
extra spicy y'all i'm talking <laughs> it was cajun sparkle on the bird today mom <laughs> I, was scrolling, I was scrolling that shit like the goddamn soap opera i was like ooh, and then he said what Mm, people was dming me and shit i was like i know this crazy <laughs> and hey it's not even a fucking business transaction that you fell out about right like i'm like you know that, that everybody that listens knows we kind of keep the shit with him at arm's length i know people that have you know don't fuck with him they'll come on our show and talk about how they don't fuck with us and i always say the same shit which is i don't know that dude and i'm staying the fuck out of that because i don't know right all y'all motherfuckers get accused of some shit these days good grief um all right let's get into some news uh i remember chris hansen from to catch a predator mm-hmm. well he uh has been accused of bouncing checks and failing to pay for thirteen thousand dollars worth of marketing materials that he received from a local vendor oh he's 59 years old he was charged monday with issuing a bad check and released after signing a written promise to appear in court uh hansen did not immediately return a call tuesday for comment no shit sounds like he was trying to cash a creditor he was trying to do something thing when they arrest us sir have a seat over there would you like some iced tea you <laughs> start writing a check if someone i'll be right out i'll just go ahead and have some cookies i'll be right out i'm just doing some laundry oh okay i guess i'll just uh sign the uh sign this check yeah he, and he never bounced back he's done they've done stuff similar to that but mm-hmm. it just what it, it just never hit are they gonna be like uh sir you definitely did write a bad check you know like no i didn't they're like we have the transcript right here um will <laughs> good credit for uh 700 says uh <laughs> 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 you know i always have the screen names good credit 700 and then they always just have that creepy dude reading them that mm, voiceover i don't mm, know what that voice mm, was mm. oh baby you are going to suck my cock today you know i don't know why they had that creepy i don't think i would like to do that you will see i will get the wine coolers <laughs> <laughs> that was my show uh what were we laughing at thank god uh twitter wasn't too woke then right um but yeah that uh that's probably what they did to him uh have a seat over there we do have the transcript i need thirteen thousand dollars worth of stickers t-shirts and vinyl decals at i'm the real bbnt.com <laughs> at i'm good for it <laughs> 79 <laughs> uh yeah he paid for uh well tried to pay for 355 ceramic mugs 288 t-shirts and 650 vinyl decals of what uh some kind of chris hansen promotional marketing tool stuff oh trying to sell his brand i wonder what what he got going new now mm-hmm. the total amount was about thirteen thousand dollars he agreed to pay the entire bill before delivery three months after receiving invoices for the goods in september 2017 the person working for hansen sent a hansen news llc check for the entire amount but police said the check bounced and uh the owner of the store spoke to hansen who apologized and attempted to make a partial payment uh then the dude filed a complaint with the police last april uh where he was still not paid uh sean coughlin called hansen who agreed to make a statement at the stanford police station but never showed up damn at least he didn't run from the cops that's what you fucked up these didn't run from the cops because you know what they used to do had to go outside and tackle them (laughs) sick them dogs on them uh hansen then promised his wife uh would drop off the check but she never showed up oh man this is so sad 
like this is the kind of crime he would be on tv trying to bust right like is he now is he become his own villain mm-hmm. <laughs> like this sound like the pilot for one of them shows that he had after the catch a predator and it just didn't work yes they didn't he do the one like the old people scam yeah with and, the nigerian yes that, and they would actually go to nigeria right didn't catch nothing by the way nigerian's too good come on i told chris that i understood he may have trouble but that nearly thirteen thousand is a lot of money to a mom and pop business and it's not fair that he accepted the materials but had to pay for it april 27 2018 uh the owner said he received a personal check from hansen for thirteen thousand two hundred dollars and that bounced two two days three days later peter i truly thought i had discovered hansen wrote according to affidavit i'm scrambling to get it done please give me to the end of the day i sold a boat to cover the rest of this and need to pick up the payment this afternoon but another check never came and an arrest warrant was issued for hansen who turned himself over to police on monday was released without bond yeah for mama pops it's a lot of money yep Mm-mm-mm. to cash a credit note <laughs> to be continued Mm-mm-mm um let's see what else happened uh do you believe that men can be better karen some can yes okay well so does gillette apparently have you seen their ad for um for the best a man can get Mm all right i will put it on the screen let you look at it um we believe the best men can get Gillette is two minutes long. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too A lot of images of men uh, running around. Uh, but in between us like a kid that got bullied his mom is holding them and then some other young dudes running through the living room of that house uh there's men sexually harassing people on tv shows and in real life um in the background too long we've been twerking in the video you can't laugh it off who's the daddy <laughs> what i a man just put his hand on a woman in a conference meeting that has all men and, and this one woman and then he's about to mansplain her point by going what i think she's actually trying to say um so you know all the stuff that you know people I hate actually think she's trying to say making the same old excuses boys will be boys boys will be boys boys will be boys but something finally changed allegations regarding sexual assault and and there will be no going back because we we believe in the best in men men need to hold other men accountable smile sweetie come on to say the right thing so that was uh terry cruz that said men need to hold other men accountable and then uh, somebody like kind of street harasses a girl at a pool party and then another dude a black dude or a band of color jumps, jumps in and goes hey come on man don't do that you know to act the right uh, way bro, not cool not cool some already are all right another black dude stopping a white dude from doing some street harassment in ways big and small. But some 
is not enough and they show like a you know a dad breaking up a fight between two boys uh they show two dudes that like they were about to fight but somebody made them shake hands instead of fighting it's not how we treat each other okay okay because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow and it says the best a man can get is only by challenging ourselves to do more that we can get closer to our best we are taking action at the best man can be dot org so what do you think karen you ready to go buy some gillette razors not the razors <laughs> i will i will use that shaving cream to shave my legs and up underneath my arms <laughs> you get my money that way <laughs> yeah it's funny because uh, razors will cut your for black people will cut your skin the fuck up it's funny because i saw bossy uh pointed out that she was like yeah it's not really an ad for for anything <laughs> it's just like an ad for the me too movement almost mm-hmm. i was like yeah that's true you know because even with nike's colin kaepernick ad it still was like athletic stuff and nike gear but yeah i feel what she's saying though but um what'd you just think about it in general i was fine with it they just want to make a statement i mean mm-hmm. because like a lot of men buy gillette you know like women might buy it too you know but when you think of gillette you know they actually have some shit talking towards women if i'm not mistaken you don't think women you think men the man the man the men men you know here's a new uh razor with you know 45 blades you know and all that other type of shit so i do understand and it's one of those things where uh regardless of how can i say this regardless of if it's regardless of how people feel it's a marketing tool mm-hmm. and uh, you know I mean like the company themselves is a marketing tool and I think it's a very smart marketing tool uh, because it's one of those things where because uh, m- uh, masculinity is so fragile I, c- I can guarantee you that a lot of men were highly upset but they're speaking the fucking truth mm-hmm. hey it's your job to boys we boys that's some bullshit like like they was calling out a lot of tropes that a lot of straight men have bought into mm-hmm. and i think this was almost like taking a mirror and reflecting it in in, in their face at in a smart way while at the same time promoting their product i do understand no there was no actual gillette in it but they're still promoting their product because now when you see this commercial you will think of them and their name and their brand and for a lot of people when they think of their brand now their brand will be more of a positive thing versus a negative thing it's actually brilliant because it's like oh you know ain't them them dudes is on the me too thing yeah and you know i'll particularly if a woman happens to be the one that's doing the shopping and buying shit she will actually go buy her husband a gillette like like it, it because a lot of most of the shopping is done by women most most of the purchasing power in the household particularly straight households is done by women you do have men to go purchase stuff but most men be like honey go on and shop so the it's targeted towards men but actually it's more of a message to the women that actually has the purchasing power that's actually going to be out there buying shit so i could see their sales actually going up because of this um and it's one of those things where 
it kind of tugs at your heart because you know for a lot of people they're they're tired of companies not taking a stand on this and you know just going with business as usual and acting like this shit it it's not real and some of the scenarios a lot of women have had these scenarios happen to them so you know yes you're talking towards men and you know men get mad and masculinity and you know want to put a dick out and see who's the longest and go well, it ain't talking to me there you know but women are like hey you know i actually like this message this message actually means something and they're actually standing for something as a company regardless of if it's if it's really how the company feels or not but, but you know because it's marketing i actually think it's very genius yeah it's interesting because i think um as far as the ad uh i think it is brilliant uh because it's got so many people talking about it right and i think they've also um probably intentionally um pissed off the right people because i do think the pushback to the article is being overstated to be honest i don't think it's as many people as they say this feels a little bit to me like gabby douglas's hair a little bit like michael b we're gonna boycott uh black panther where you're not getting a ton of resistance to this ad you're getting the the typical people pierce morgan men's rights activists uh you know trolls on twitter and shit like that but it's enough to keep the the to keep the narrative going which is oh these men are so pissed off and if you're one of these men kill yourself or whatever you know people saying and um at the end of the day it's kind of like you know part of the cycle now like you say you put the thing out you talk about it then some people inevitably the you know the the right assholes are going to be mad and then you then we all pick on them and we all dunk on them and talk about how they're so stupid and that keeps the ad in the in the, in the news uh cycle a little bit longer and eventually it's just a thing that that happened and nobody really cares you know but i i do like the ad you know it felt like an ad for the me too movement not for the gillette right and that's the thing that the ad is actually for a me too movement that happens to throw a gillette name across it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like me too slash hey don't hey gillette we ain't up for the bullshit that's basically what the commercial should have said yeah men do need to check men and stuff so they got all, a lot of the good ideas and especially the idea being at the end because these kids watching now will be the men of the next generation and it just kind of says without saying what are we teaching our boys yes that and also a lot of the scenarios that they were showing are actually real life scenarios that women have to deal with the dudes just think ain't a fucking big thing uh harassing people calling at people touching people putting your hands on like the woman in the business meeting and shit like that you know like casual things that men do because of their privilege they don't think fucking twice about it and it's being actually put in their face go this ain't cool this ain't cool man this is not cool and other men should stop other men from doing this and because you know the privileged group never wants to hear how they're wrong is you know for for a percentage of people's pushback most people that are good human beings even men i don't give a fuck i'm either buying a product or i'm not well you know what i find to be funny about that is um there's also a bunch of stuff in there about men terror and boys terrorizing other boys correct that's all throughout that ad as well um so the overt stuff is kind of like look how we treat women but there's a lot of like look how we let boys treat each other treat treat each other you know look at the, you know so i i just thought it was it's was an interesting ad man I, you know i i won't really get into the pushback because i don't I, I think to a certain extent like a guy like pierce morgan or james woods or chuck woolery like we can't 
we can't be entertaining them as if they are equal and opposite they can't be the people fo- to be taken right. seriously right they can't be the foundation of where we spark our conversation like you say there's certain people you go okay i want to have this conversation but this person can't be the jumping off point and and they're not coming at it in good faith right like they're not even coming at it in a way where they're like because i earnestly believe this they, they'll just say anything to get some attention or right they just say anything that fits with their like political agenda you just gotta let them people fry by themselves i don't give a fuck um let's see what else is happening uh, uh porn website warns customers to stop searching for r kelly's illegal tape with underage girl right i seen that. i was like who's going on the porn sites y'all do know that there's laws they can't legally have it on there porn searches that say r kelly have risen 388 percent since january 3rd when uh surviving r kelly premiered y'all want them luck y'all love don't you uh is this like the uh way the music streams went up like is this related yeah, to that type I, of thing or just the same the name association because mm-hmm, do y'all not mm-hmm. realize that is child porn yep it is not a sex tape it is actually child porn and a lot of people call it a sex tape it's not it is child pornography you want to go to prison for that you know the way the technology is now they can tell what computer you put it on the website mentioned it does not host any videos with kelly nor do they have any early 2000 videos of kelly having sex with urinating on the underage girl the in- incident with kelly is seen as child pornography as kelly is engaging in sex with a then 14 year old girl which is considered statutory rape it's so isn't it isn't it really telling that they can't host that that tape on a website but yet he didn't go to jail for it because quote unquote they can't prove the age of the girl ain't that crazy you know what i mean like ain't that like how the fuck is the tape illegal and he not that's so fucking that just speaks volumes (laughs) it speaks volumes to his fucking guilt it doesn't matter how people feel about it it speaks volume to his guilt that we have decided if you look at that tape you're a fucking sick child predator type pedophile ass nigga if you watch that tape but we have also decided as a society he can just go out and make music and live what the fuck anyway um they have been they have been warned by x hamster Mm -hmm. r kelly tape is not on x hamper nor will we ever allow it to be regardless of the news or sensation the tape featuring underage is both illegal and immoral uh they also will be disabling searches and putting up messages that reinforce the content is not acceptable and against the law so ridiculous um let's see what else is happening um so Juneau is a place in alaska okay and alaska's capital Juneau, stopped fluoridating uh putting fluoride in the water uh in its tap water and about 12 about 12 years ago and a new study says that their children are paying a price yes yes fucking their teeth up public health researcher jennifer meyer studied medicaid dental claims before and after fluoride was removed the lack of fluoride has increased dental costs for families with children under six years old she said there's been an additional treatment for uh caries i guess cavities and the decay of crumbling of a tooth uh by taking the fluoride out of the water supply the trade-off for that is children are going to experience one additional uh oh caries i guess is what they call a caries procedure per year 
at a ballpark cost of three hundred dollars more per child meyer studied medicaid dental claims for two years that were filed for the children in juno's main zip code she reviewed a year's worth of data before fluoride went away and a year's worth of, uh five years after oh and i guess five years after fluoride was removed for about 1900 children in total children under six when the water was flor- fluoridated um fluoride dated i don't know which one anyway um uh, averaged about one and a half cavity related procedures per year after fluoride was gone that went up to about two and a half procedures a year older children saw a less dramatic increase right because when children are smaller it's hard to get them to understand the concept of brushing their teeth and you know you can work with them and do but 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 they're smaller children you know they're not going to do it perfect so they do you do you know the fluoride is kind of an assistant on on that to help help keep their teeth healthy until they become of age where they understand the importance of like their teeth and brushing their teeth and you know oral hygiene and shit like that because no matter how much uh you try to teach your children that you know they're gonna develop on their own terms when it comes to those types of things uh the study did not change the opinion of david ham who pushed to take who pushed to take the fluoride out of the water in 2006 oh and somebody about the good points i didn't think about and these are the ones that actually go to the dentist there's a lot of children that don't yeah. have the luxury of going to the dentist because the shit costs too much money mm-hmm. but um my favorite thing is the dude who pushed for it to be taken out it does not change his opinion at all facts okay. don't matter because they don't give a fuck facts don't matter dog they save the money somewhere right it's just like climate change you know it doesn't matter to them what the whatever happens they will find a way to twist that without doing any work or any or believing anyone who does yeah. the work children are suffering and you you said fuck it i believe i had a right to have a public water supply that is pure and to decide for myself what medicines i wish to take and i just don't wish to be exposed to a toxic chemical fluoride he said uh, what what the fuck your teeth look like because you know this the leader uh the resistance this nut what does your teeth look like when you go to the dentist do they be like nah we're not gonna use no fluoride they even use it for adults what are we talking about here teeth look like dueling banjos uh the u.s centers for disease control and prevention world health organization um europe or union european union and other government and medical institutions say low levels of fluoride in drinking water are safe my issue is that we're asking the wrong questions here you know and let's get to the root cause put a tax on sugary drinks and all of those other things and do whatever we can to support good health through a good diet he said he called fluoridation a band-aid fix what the now your kids gotta get cavities filled fixed how's that better now yeah because that's stupid because you know what all this health issues you're talking about you won't even provide the services for people to get them if they can't afford them so mm-hmm. you can't take you can't strip the fluoride out the water and then be like fuck it eat healthier oh you can't afford it fuck it basically that's what you're saying mm-hmm um let's see what else we got going here um six tricks that narcissists use to lure you back sticking to no contact i read this on a brilliant bitchin.com brilliant bitch and i miss your your other website unicorn booty i laugh every time you say that mm. um uh this is kind of long but i'll read it okay. um 
i thought it was uh, a good read um uh, and i had dealt with some of this stuff without knowing about it and maybe it'll help people out there that may have be dealing with this shit and not know about it either you know mm-hmm. um all this stuff is new to me and i think the internet has introduced us to so many more people and types of people you just don't know you don't and it's people you know but you don't know correct so it's like that that illusion of familiarity sometimes where it's like they seem cool you like to assume they're cool you're filling the blanks in your mind and then shit starts unraveling you're like oh this person might not really be all there anyway let's get to the tricks that people use um and i'll skip some of the intro stuff um but it's but it's a good read though um like they talk about the relationship cycle of narcissism three distinct stages idolization devaluation and discard nigga when i say shit was just clicking into place i'm like yo this has happened to me Mm-hmm. i was the greatest motherfucker ever then i wasn't shit and now i'm gone and i don't even know what changed Mm-mm. you know what i mean <laughs> where you just like okay all right um a similar cycle can uh, occur with people who are not necessarily full-blown dsm-5 narcissists but who share abusive traits and tendencies uh for people that have been in relationships with narcissists or abusive partners no contact is the prescribed technique for recovery it involves going through at least 30 days with absolutely no communication with that individual 30 days is the bare minimum ideally your no contact detox will last 90 days the goal being to break your attachment to the narcissist and eventually go no contact forever yeah because i think in a romantic relationship it's probably even worse because right there's some level of dependence that you have on this person that in a friendship while you may it may be nice to be around each other and stuff but there's a level of like i don't need you Mm-mm. you know and i think also because of my the way my brain works the, the the stage where they're just telling you how great you are i don't take it in you know so i don't really get addicted to that part of like but they always told me how great i was like yeah as as, as i've matured uh now my nah but when i was younger i was a sucker for that but now nah yeah i know you used to um definitely uh that used to be a thing for you was, yeah i used to be a people pleaser like yeah. i just wanted to please everybody well not just me. that but then you you're people pleasing but then also they're trying to do like and this is you're the specialist one mm-hmm. you're the greatest one and you're the this this is why that and then it's like okay that's cool but then how come that goes away the second i tell you i say no yes the second i'm like i can't make it to your thing i'm not the bravest greatest one i'm mm-hmm. not the greatest one i'm not the smartest mm-hmm. one i'm just a person now that's trash yep and i like i said I've, I, and I've had that happen to me before when i was younger and you know as i've been older and it's one of those things where i i just start you know you may my mind starts ticking like okay what is your angle you know like what is happening what's going on you know and i used to didn't always question things like that because i grew up very naive to a lot of shit there's a lot of shit and a lot of game, a lot of streetwiseness that a lot of people got exposed to in their teens. And I don't know what the fuck. I just missed that whole genre. Well, you know, I don't know that that's true. I think you did get exposed to a lot of that stuff. You know, like just from your own, like di- di- different people you deal with in your personal life and family stuff and stuff like that, too. I think we're all kind of like programmed via the relationships we have growing up you know we kind of fall into those habits and we kind of try to remake those relationships outside even once we get to be adults so i don't know that some of these things i feel like at least you know as i know you some of these things kind of mimic other parts of your life too where it's like okay 
i wanted to please this person that was hard to please yeah and so now i'm finding other kind of mother figures that i'm trying to please that are hard to please correct it is kind of a pattern you know and until you break it that that the breaking it is the new part you know what i'm saying right and 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 i and i can speak for me personally i know that uh you feel guilty you feel naive you get mad you're angry you're upset you're bitter right like it like it is a full range of emotions i'm not gonna lie um that you have to go through but you got to go through them in order to get to the other side and you know especially you know if you like like if your personality is is pleasing people and i know some people they they've never had that personality so they never can relate mm-hmm. but i know i'm not the only one that has this type of personality oh no um, no for sure and so uh and a lot of times people that have my type of personality you become a target like people actually just flock and they seek you out and they seek certain traits that you have and they they almost go oh look i got me a sucker i got me another one you know right. and and it takes a lot to be and and the older you get the better you get at it the better you get at recognizing it the better you get at noticing it the better you get at saying no and meaning no and standing by your no right. you know because you can say no like when i was younger i say no and i was still kind of a pushover but right. you know now i say no no means no why right. you know and, and the thing is people like people that manipulate act like uh we're fucking Right. Or, 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 or they're my mama or my daddy or some shit like that. Why? I don't need to give you a motherfucking reason. You're not my boss. You're not my manager. You're not paying me. I said no. It's the goddamn end. Right. And you have to say it and stand by it and actually deal with them actually turning it on you and act like you're the fucking problem for telling them no, they can't take advantage of you anymore. And that's a process, particularly if you are a people pleasing person. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, especially when you say, uh saying no i think for me saying no is my default you know as an introvert it's just like i didn't want to do that shit anyway so so you know it's like to be my friend even to have a relationship with me part of you has to stop internalizing the no right like for any for all the people that are close to me it's like hey i want to do this thing all right well you should go do that that sounds fun you don't want to go nope but i'm not this is not me wanting you not to go this is not me trying to ruin your time but this is me knowing what i would have fun doing versus what you would have fun doing and that's okay and so i think me having that mentality kind of put me away from the like uh people pleaser type of way people anyway because they need you to be there so they can take advantage of you the internet is a little different because it's giving people a tool where you don't really have to be there to be there Correct. so so you know what i mean so people are able to be manipulative now in a way that is a little different right and i know also uh for for somebody growing up i'm, I'm talking about me personally right now mm-hmm. growing up uh no was always a bad word like no was like oh my gosh that's, they told me no you know so it's one of those things where when you say no a lot of people look at it as a negative thing and no it's not always negative but people all automatically look at it as a negative thing and they view some people view themselves as a bad person if they tell somebody no i don't want to hurt your feelings I, I'm, I'm being i want to be considerate i'm gonna I'm kindly let you down you know and I, like i said i know i'm speaking to somebody because there's other people that did that, that have struggled with this in the past uh and i think a lot of it is being confident and knowing what you want and don't want and this hard until you get to the age that you realize what you want and don't want yeah even when people want us to do something 
most of the time they try to go through you right because they go well karen will say yes in their minds you know like karen will be the easiest one to get on board and if she's on board then rod has to do it they have to do this thing you know it's you know it's a strategic thing but we've seen it our entire relationship because mm-hmm. you know on and offline because that's kind of people's approach to it but they don't realize we are a team yeah we are best friends we are going to talk we are going to share shit we don't tell everybody what the fuck we talk about and all the stuff that we think Mm -mm. so even even still it's eventually gonna break break apart because nothing's gonna break this down so it's but it's interesting how many people use that tactic yeah and it's funny and 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 not to get off topic but even something as simple as a shopping experience Mm -hmm. it's amazing how many times me you will be out shopping and people will actually approach me Mm-hmm. and they ask me a question and i'll be like roger like mm-hmm. i'll automatically shoot them towards you like i won't answer their question depending on what it is and shoot them towards you because one of those things like no 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 you're not going to use me as a way to break this up or try yeah. to upsell I mean, us it's definitely a thing that uh yeah like shopping experience is definitely a good example because you know they go after the person they think is the most like the weakest quote unquote the most enthusiastic the most aiming to please and they figure well the other person will want them to be happy so they're just going to do whatever they tell them to do it's like oh you're gonna let you you know um timeshares mm-hmm. they have a couple comes in for a timeshare they normally go after the person without the money right the person they the person they expect to be like sold on this and then basically they now it's both of us going against the person with the money you know what i mean like how you really gonna let your girlfriend not have a time a, a timeshare you don't want a timeshare down every every two summers or whatever you know like it, it's that thing so anyway let's get to these steps we, we've kind of talked around it uh the first one is hovering uh normal people respect that you might need time when a relationship ends before attempting to be friends etc narcissists have no such respect as such they will typically do what i like to call hovering and try to make sure that they are still on your mind spot the signs uh if you go to school together work together they might look like a narcissist suddenly sitting closer to you if you had an opportunity probably in your eye line you might observe the narcissist being particularly loud in their interactions with others uh when you are nearby of course finally they may make surprise appearances at events that usually they steer, steer clear of if they skip the office po- holiday party three years in a row they'll just have to attend this one despite the potential for awkward post breakup energy uh that energy the kind that fills you with dread and anxiety is exactly what the narcissist feeds off of to the narcissist all the world's all the world's a stage and they'll be damned if you aren't paying attention to their elaborate one-man show if you have mutual friends they'll start dropping your name casually around them uh after a breakup your mutual friends will typically understand you need some time before hearing about your exes every five minutes uh, especially if the breakup was upsetting you but by mentioning you in a very casual way giving the impression that things between you are good or have been healed not to mention putting your relationship on the mutual friend's mind the narcissist sets themselves up to be mentioned to you by the mutual friend mm-hmm. that's some calculating shit if you're on social media the narcissist may start flooding their own page with more activity than usual it is unlikely that they will actually post anything to your timeline directly or even tag and mention you or anything they aren't trying to validate you after all they're simply trying to get your attention however if over time the narcissist suspects you aren't looking at the activity get ready for them to start arbitrarily liking and loving your post 
it's very uh, unlikely that they will actually leave a comment or interact with you on social media in any substantial way but by liking things they keep their name popping up on your alerts or on your timeline both uh which will trigger an emotional response if you haven't gotten over them yet especially if they decide to love something mm that's real yeah that's also very a difficult one too via social media because you know a like or something like that could be coincidental could be an olive branch or it could be somebody basically being like look at me look at me look at me you know um but yeah we have all these tools now like i always talk about social media we have all these tools that fit right into these categories i wonder if we'll start finding new mental health conditions or mm-hmm. we'll just start eventually someone will have to be able to study all this data we have given them yes, via will. social media and see how people's personalities attached to it and and how people use it and if we can diagnose or at least observe from that i agree uh so yeah when you start trying to break up with them that first thing is they start hovering around um and and i've had i've had that happen to me where it's just like all right well me and you ain't cool cool got it uh no need for me to stress out and then it's like all of a sudden it's hopping up in our chat it's uh uh emailing it's uh social media ha 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 everything you're the greatest again it's like wait a minute you don't fuck with me you don't like me you just told me you know you, you you just cut me off what is happening re-idolization slash devaluation the narcissist uses idolization and devaluation as a way to facilitate your insecurity and dependence on them during your relationship by covertly or even overtly criticizing your abilities dreams goals accomplishments etc they made your made you question your worth all while peppering in random moments of idolization so that you they became your only source of validation uh post relationship the narcissist will use a similar technique if they hear you're looking for a new job in a new field they may criticize that ambition by suggesting the job you're thinking about isn't really that great and that the field isn't very prestigious or that there isn't much money to be made there yeah i and like i think this happens a lot where people start downplaying the shit you know i think really once we became podcasters this was something i would experience because it's oh you're the greatest ever and then your little podcast you know <laughs> you're like mm-hmm. what happened mm-hmm. damn it was the greatest we've seen that a lot over the years yeah oh we was the we was the smartest blackest best yeah. people ever and now we ain't shit yeah. oh you posted about us every day every episode <laughs> right. now it's crickets like i said y'all we've been doing this for almost 10 years so y'all over these years we have literally seen it all we have seen it all multiple times that's what's Come so crazy on. it's like a cycle that's why reading this was so validating for me because i was like oh i've seen this multiple times and i had started getting bad feelings about people before shit even happened i'll be like mm-hmm. ah this person's not gonna this ain't gonna work out mm-hmm. this relationship ain't gonna last and now i'm like this is where them feelings was coming from because i could pick up on these fucking things happening mm-hmm. anyway um triangulation narcissists use triangulation during relationships to create insecurity in their victims by evoking a sense of competition constantly mention ex-lovers the boss that's always hitting on them with a hot person on the line for the bathroom that made a pass at them while you were sitting at the bar this is all textbook triangulation uh yeah i've i've also experienced this it's uh fuck your podcast uh let me tell you who's the best podcast all these other podcasts are directly adjacent to yours the greatest love them like okay 
mm-hmm. <laughs> okay all right we get along with everybody so i don't really give a fuck mm-hmm. but okay nope. and like i said we, we're trash yeah and like They're i said great. we've been doing this for a long time so like I said, it cycles like over the years you see the same different people same actions yeah it's crazy though mm-hmm. um and also this stage uh, and i will get to it later but this stage to me is when they also are finding new victims because narcissists always have a new victim a new relationship they're siphoning energy off of so in this everyone next to you is the greatest so i'm no longer being your friend but i'm buddy buddy with everybody else this is also that 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 moment where they're where they're idolized they're doing idolization to the new people correct and they're going wow this person really likes me this is so great you know um so this is meant to feed self-doubt they created during your relationship to support the illusion that they are a wonderful person who just couldn't love you because you aren't lovable but now that they found someone who is they're in a happy relationship devoid of any problems just suppose unlovableness caused the truth is that the narcissist is still the same shitty person you dated they might magic they haven't magically transformed to a better person and they are in fact treating the person they're dating now uh if they are treating them better than they treated you then it's only temporary yeah that's that's one thing man i've learned over the years i don't even stress it because Mm-mm. whatever relationships a person that is fucked up like that forms they will fuck that up eventually too oh yeah and then whatever that person has been told about you they will eventually go oh so they just what they did to you they just, they're doing to me now i i can't believe i just took their word for what the fuck they said about you and i didn't have to sue nobody or go sean king this just you know i just let the we're at a point now where we can just kind of let let the shit work out mm-hmm. uh dropping breadcrumbs breadcrumbs um uh so apparently crumbs are the little bits of positive attention that your narcissist feeds you once the relationship is shifted to keep you invested even though you aren't happy anymore so this is intermittent reinforcement the crumbs they feed you provide glimpses of the beginning of the relationship offering the illusion that there's still a chance things can return to the original fairy tale it once was but it can't oh no it never will because the narcissist doesn't really have real healthy feelings for you often the narcissist will drop a breadcrumb like i just want you to know that i still love you followed by radio silence <laughs> yeah, bruh even though these kinds of attention may seem positive and validating especially after a narcissist discarded you it isn't positive or validating at all these things are only meant to affirm and maintain your continued interest in them yep uh the reset button narcissists love to hit the reset button they love starting over the narcissists at their time they claim that something major has changed they found jesus or buddha or yoga or something and so now it's like hey let's start over y'all hey look it's all good water under the bridge but it's not with the water under the bridge and as soon as they come back they start the shit over again right because nothing has been repaired we haven't talked we haven't discussed we haven't really fixed or actually had a conversation about it right it was because it wasn't like because then also allows them to not be blamed it's like no it was this other thing that made me be that way uh-huh. it wasn't the responsibility for myself no or accountability any of it was right it was if it wasn't for this i would have been a good person to you but now i got that fixed so we can just work this out and it's like no because there was shit between us that i don't like and if we don't fix that it's just gonna come back yeah and i'm willing to fix it but are you uh this one's my favorite smear campaign this is a narcissist's last resort in trying to get you to give them the attention and supply that they need to survive now this one is the fucking worst one is the trashiest one but i really feel like after uh the last couple of years i've really become immune to this one 
you know to a certain extent yeah. and i don't know that that's good I, I don't know that that's good but i feel like i've become kind of like well fuck it then go out there and lie and see who believes your bullshit you have to be to an extent because you would drive yourself motherfucking crazy because the thing is people are gonna talk about you and over the years we have dealt with it's a lot of shit we don't tell the fans we have dealt with some motherfucking goddamn lunatics y'all like i'm talking about like people that will actually go and seek their followers and tell their followers to actually come at us right you know multiple times a year you know and so it's one of those things to and we just block and mute and keep it trucking we don't say anything because it's not that important and they're not that important because a lot of times it's about their attention yeah it's so yeah it it is that thing though that that smear campaign is the toughest one Mm -hmm. because it's hard to let somebody lie on you and you had the truth and you gotta and you're like but engaging them is what they want right the worst thing you could do to somebody like this is to give them no attention like that is when i tell you that's the fucking worst thing you can do is to be like you know what i don't have time there's other more important things in my life i'm you cannot tie up no more of my time and then the other thing too is at the end of the day this is the last stage so it's the toughest one to make it through but if you don't make it through it really you kind of end up starting over correct and having to go back to part one and it's like no fuck that yeah to understand this technique you have to understand narcissistic personality disorder uh people who suffer from mpd have no real sense of self they're an amalgam of of the opinions of others which is why they surround themselves with an affirming harem and need a constant stream of attention and attention coming from as many people as possible if this is not a fucking read it is why they lash out so violently at anything they even perceive to be a criticism come on their inflated self-image is false thus making it fragile which is why they obsessively and tirelessly seek to protect to protect it by any means that's some real shit though yeah and because of social media you have uh, social media is a perfect platform to allow people to do these things because people have always been like this but it's been like an offline thing right because like if my thing is people are going to critique you no matter what whether it's fair or not whatever the fuck that's i mean it sucks but it's part of the whole being a putting your shit out in public Mm -hmm. now i don't necessarily have to be friends with the motherfuckers that got something bad to say about me nope um but i'm not going at them Nope. like if i catch somebody saying some wild shit about me you know what i do all right well cool i'm not fucking with them no more yeah, I, um, i'm not gonna fight them mm-mm. i'm not gonna tell people about them mm-mm. i'm not gonna say let's go get this person nope. that it's their right to have an opinion of me correct that i don't have to agree with and i don't need to defend myself mm-mm. or whatever if they believe it they believe it and that's something that it took a long time to learn that doing this show you know because it's not like we knew the show was gonna be as big as it is mm-mm. and it still could get bigger or whatever but you know it was something i had to learn because it was a time when if you wrote something critical or said something i was like oh what the fuck like really dog you you know and this and and i know i listen to other podcasters it seems like it's also part of the podcast uh it's part of the growth process yeah it's part of the growth process because some of the things and some of the hurdles that we we went through years ago when you know we kind of bet said this you'll listen to the shows and you see how they respond you go oh okay right. this this shit must be this shit is because the way they respond you go oh, okay this is new to you like yeah like, like you, you're gonna have to get used to this as you ain't gonna be able to function dog and it's also just a stage at some point i also feel like when you sound more secure in your shit people leave you alone a little bit more yes they do or when they think you're more established it's not that the things don't bother you but they just their mind changes of like well they got so many episodes and they've been doing this for so long and well they must know what they're doing so i'm not gonna write that mean letter i was gonna write mm-hmm. or just 
you know honestly we stopped feeding those people attention yep we stopped. i used to do this thing where someone would write in a bad email or something and i'd take a screenshot and be like man look at this shit y'all uh you know and make and do this whole thing you know and in our facebook group somebody would violate one of the rules or just be so mean and disrespectful i'm like yo we don't need this i write this long ass post and eventually i'm like i'm still rewarding them with the attention that they wanted from me if i was if i remove myself from the equation maybe less people will act this way you know if i remove myself from posting your 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 your, your weird stalkery email <laughs> maybe i'll get less weird stalkery emails you and, know and guess what we did and right also a lot of times uh we get them we just don't read them right like a lot of them we we, we don't read them uh, we delete them we, we block it I'm, I'm letting you know if you're still listening we don't get it yeah. Um, and also it's one of those things where that's why we changed our five star review policy. Cause we used to have a five star review policy, but we were like, we would, we would read a five star review regardless of what you say. Yeah. And people would just troll it to just, you know, yeah. I mean, and not troll it in a funny, ha ha ha, we all in the joke, yeah, but in way. a mean way. But after we was like, we're not reading your fucked up five star review, them bitches stopped coming in like that. Yeah. So, um, and then the other thing I love about this is they remind you like they're, their perception and their reputation is based on a bunch of like a house of cards so that's why they're constantly rotating friends relationships constantly finding a new person to say is the best person ever while every person behind them was the worst person ever but nigga y'all was just friends so what was that about that's why they're constantly doing that because they have to kind of ride this wave you know of i'm the greatest i'm the greatest i'm the greatest look look at this person they think i'm the greatest and then when you go well this person back here doesn't think you're the greatest and it's like ah they have to attack you um while narcissists learn to imitate other people they can never really understand and the only perception perspective they truly understand is their own that's why narcissists attack the victim's reputation as a last resort the narcissist's reputation is the most important thing they have because quite frankly it's the only thing they have it's integral to the survival of the false self-image losing an esteemed reputation the good opinion of others having the word the world see their true face behind a beautiful mask is literally a narcissist's worst nightmare if that were to happen they would be destroyed therefore when seeking to destroy you they set out to destroy your reputation they assume that like them it's the thing you value the most and like a lot of us are paranoid about that you know most people like i want my good name want my good word and so you especially like i said once you get to the internet it's changed the game yeah because before this it would be like maybe somebody said something about you at work but that's a handful of people Correct. now it's i'm telling a thousand people on the internet that you ain't shit and you you fucked up and this is where and, or just you know some hinting around the bush bullshit and it's like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i'm gonna have to say something because this person is doing da 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 but that's the trick that's the trick <laughs> the trick is you to get feel, you to respond you feel that way but ultimately you really don't have to go mm-hmm. back and forth with them Mm-mm. unlike the narcissist however your reputation is not the only thing you have more import- more importantly your reputation is not made up of shallow social interactions and artificial charm it's vital that you keep this in mind when your narcissist launches his or her smear campaign that was the thing that pulled me from the brink because i was ready to burn shit down last year and wouldn't have gave no fucks till much later i'm sure but yeah that was the thing that pulled me from the brink was just like (laughs) but i all my niggas know i'm real like i don't have to fake for anybody and i'm authentic and you can come you know my friends talk to me and they my friends can tell me they disagree with something and i'm not i'm not like trying to kill them and shit like um 
you know i don't have a litany of bodies of 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 friends of yesteryear that we don't talk to no more and and they not and if you ask them about me they'll be like fuck that nigga like i don't have those and you have to just remember like oh wait i'm the one that's real here you were gaslighting me into thinking we like this was some even battle but you're just a a fake monster you're illusion you're a smoke monster and i and i'm not you know and that and that's the thing that i think they feed off of you know so that's like the last resort um but yeah they go on some more uh um your reputation is not made up of shallow social interactions and artificial charm so you know you have to make sure you have a sense of self unlike the narcissist you do have a sense of self you are somewhat independent of your current circumstances including where you live where you work your current job title and who you are dating take all those things away and you still are someone change all those things and you're still you yep you know and in a way i have to like thank the people that brought me to that you know what i mean to be Mm -hmm. honest i have to thank that but like not in some like oh my god you're the greatest but just in like yo i really helped find my you helped me find myself right it's growth yeah you helped me find myself better like you helped me be like no 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 no. my parents raised a good person a strong person i take in good things i put out good things like you helped me to develop that assuredness because it's so weird that people that are really fucked up walk around with that assuredness all the time mm-hmm. i mean look at kevin hart been not apologizing apologizing for a week and you know what he says i'm a good person i'm not a monster the, the end i don't want to hear nothing else anybody got to say and nothing. you're like damn but that's kind of fucked up kevin but how does he get that certainty and then there are people that i legitimately look at and go nah you're you're doing a good job with your life and everything you're putting out good shit into this world and yet that person if i sat them down would be like i don't feel like a good person i don't feel like i'm doing the right things i i'm always worried that i'm gonna fuck up or i'm doing... you're trying to challenge yourself to be a better person right and so there's some goodness in that right in constantly examining yourself but then there's also this point where it's like at what point are you gonna take credit for the fact that yo i do know what the fuck i'm doing i've adulted this thing for 40 years now i figured some of this stuff out it's not all trash mm-hmm. and i can't let one person make me feel that way i can't let one individual not being happy with me turn me into you know jello where i'm just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing anymore so you know um but that is what they're depending on of course and because they know that that means something to people and so that that's kind of the trick that's kind of what they use against you and you know and even with relationships you know people are, are in your life for reasons and seasons and all that good stuff and even at the end of relationships regardless of sometimes of how it ends you you don't even have any animosity like you said you're like oh okay i learned something from this relationship it didn't work out okay i'm a better person because of this yeah i think partially because of the whole i get a gut feeling right away type thing um i've been able to just be like yeah i'm not even mad at you right you know what i mean like i'm looking at you going eh, that's my fault i tried to cross a river with a scorpion and i don't know what the fuck i was thinking you know what i mean but and the main thing for me out of all this has been not letting it rob me of new relationships and still building friendships because you know it's easy to go no new friends no new niggas uh leave me the fuck alone that's but ultimately man it's more important to be true to yourself right and 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 it's not true to myself to cut off everybody that ain't me same and that's really what ultimately folks want especially when we built this by being the first fucking podcast that was like no 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 let's reach out to everybody you know what i mean like okay i look like let's be on each other's shows let's talk let's be friends let's you know 
and we've developed some really meaningful true friendships that mm-hmm. keep that keep making it through the bullshit right right like that. when this kind of stuff happens it's so funny that it never tears apart the people that we really have built these relationships with we, if anything a lot of times it brings us closer because yes we do keep a lot of shit to the vest but it's so much stuff that you think in your mind because this is what they want you to think you think you're alone correct and so you're like nobody else is seeing what i'm going through and then i and then people will come through and be like nah i've seen that that's crazy that person is trash uh they're fucked up for that and i saw it the whole time and you know you've actually been handling it very well and i'm like really you noticed that because i wasn't to me i'm like apparently you know i don't want to like rock the boat and make everybody have a bad time and i don't want to recruit people into some beef type shit like i just want to live my life and have fun and then you like i said you talk to people and they're like oh no 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 our peep came from a long time ago yeah uh people pay attention it's a lot of a lot a lot of people and some people might never reach out to us and might never interact with us on social media whatsoever but they follow us and they see us online and they see things kind of like me sometimes i i'm very observant and they see how we interact with people and they see how we handle situations and they and they see how we respond and they might not ever come and tell us that hey i think you handled this well but it's a lot of people that see things and actually see these people's patterns and actually see them going from here to there and 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 may have even had interactions with some of these people themselves that some positive some negative and may even feel the same way we do they like i said because they are the type of people that a lot of people just kind of um what you call it kind of just kind of creep around on the internet and i don't mean yeah. that in, in a bad way but just you mm-hmm. know they're on the internet but they're not very vocal but they're there right. and they exist in these circles and a lot of times those people kind of get washed up underneath the water just because they're not yelling and hey i'm here it does not mean that they're not looking and also a lot of times the end result is to make you as miserable as they are yeah so a lot of times they try to steal your joy your peace your happiness you know they try to steal your friends they try to strip you away of everything that they think means something or everything that they think that matters to you so you could be as angry and fucking as bitter as they are and the thing at the end of the day is about getting your attention by any means necessary and they want you to feel isolated right and also it's one of those things where they want any any interaction with you be it a positive one or a negative one they want the interaction with you and so the hardest thing to do is to get past the part where you go no 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 you get no interaction with me whatsoever you know um and that's a hard place to get to for a lot of people um but if you do uh, in the middle of this just know that the best thing to do is just know that there is another side to it Mm -hmm. and once you get to the other side you'll feel better once you actually completely do that separation because the thing is they have done everything to let you know that the relationship is dead and a lot of times they lean on you to try to constantly revive a relationship that's already dead if it's dead baby bury it give it a funeral and go on with your life yeah i know for me as a person that's like a relationship perfectionist it is that oh maybe i can fix this part of me that would keep me hanging on sometimes where i'm like oh no 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 this whatever's broken this this was broken before i showed up and i'm not the one that can fix it like whatever's going on they need to whether it's therapy whether it's uh some relationships that they have with other people in the past that have set them on a path of repeating these type of things we all see you're hurt we all see that you're you're having issues we all see the patterns over and over and over again only you can fix that 
you know i it, like it, at some point i'd be the narcissist to walk, walk in there and be like it's gonna be different for me you know and i never really believed that i always thought well people gonna treat you how they treat everybody else for the most part so if you see them doing this shit to to other people you know it's just gonna be you at some point on the summer jam screen right and my thing i don't i pay attention to how you treat me but i pay more attention to how you treat people around me people that you know you don't think as highly of those are the people that i watch how right. do you interact with them do you cuss them out do you think you're those better people than? Are, those people are the prequels right now to that those people also are the people so yeah. you know how you treat them i'm no exception to your rule nobody is fucking special nobody is that great or grand or excellent in their life that at some period of the time in their life they won't get got right. so it's amazing when you look on social media and online and all these people with all these lies i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that you ain't gonna get me i'm not gonna get scammed yep, 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 yep. everybody is a sucker at some period in their life and that's fucking life you live and you learn yeah i just look at the other people because they the prequel to what's gonna happen to you that's how i do and so that's why certain people i don't even get that close to because i'm mm-hmm. like you know it doesn't and by the way this doesn't mean i'm standoffish i'm mean i'm rude i'm not nah, i'm still polite i'm still professional i'm still courteous because that is me so you can't let it violate the core values of yourself i'm not gonna let you turn me into some fucking mean person that i'm not but at the same time i'm looking around like okay so one day it's gonna be me that you're taking a swipe at because you took a swipe at this other person i thought you was cool with and you took a swipe at this other person that you used to be cool with and you took this so one day i'm it's gonna be one thing and and with this podcast it it really has been enlightening because the same way someone treats a tv show right you watch a tv show you love it one episode you don't like and then people start going to tv show is shit right right i never lose that part of me that's like we are essentially the same as that tv show mm-hmm. we're entertainment we get one episode one opinion one thing Phrase, one word. one thing and then it could literally be that and then the person is like you went from my faves to the least faves just like that and if you don't have that sort of humility about what you're doing and that sort of realism about what you're doing then you're gonna end up being hurt all the time yeah so i can't i can't allow that to sneak into what we do as tyler hossie coat said when he got off of twitter he's like i had to stop taking in bad shit because i want to put out good stuff so if i'm taking in bullshit and then trying to put out something some work guess what my work is gonna be bullshit so it's like i i, I monitor that stuff too where i'm like okay cool this you don't fuck with us no more no pressure we, i'm moving on uh yeah. gonna 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 go about my business and let you not like me in peace right and it's not and it's my thing it's not even a personal slight right the thing is we are okay with people not liking us and i think that is so hard for people to understand right because some people hold get oh hold steez is i don't like you i don't like you i don't like you and i want you to know i don't like you okay not like me over there right and not like me to your heart's content i don't give a fuck if you like me or not like i don't have a problem with that and, and if i see you in these streets i'm not gonna have a problem with i'll speak hug you hey what's up how you doing how your family how your life and keep it trucking it does not have to be any negative vibes right but the thing is i'm at peace with that but the, but you not you're not at peace but that's not my problem to it's, fix. it's hard for people to imagine being at peace like that right like like you I, know like yeah. when i i've said it a million times and i still think people don't can't conceive it 
but this is literally how i treat my life you have the right to feel how you feel about me right it's really not my business if you make it my business okay well then yes uh we might need to go our separate ways or we might have it out if not you know but if it's not my like it's literally not my fucking business like i had to make that exception because if not you're gonna be one of these people searching your name on social media looking on all the forums and the blogs seeing what people got to say you're gonna drive yourself insane like once you get to a point like i think when people hear this show sometimes and they we talk about celebrity news and they're like man they always kind of wishy-washy or you know at least with me probably like he's always wishy-washy you can kind of see both sides because i have kind of seen both sides on just the smallest level and i'm like oh this is unhealthy for everybody right like at some point is you know we we're talking about these people like they're not people and then on the other hand we're expecting them to respond like they're not humans and then when they have a human moment we diss them for that too so it's just this kind of weird uh thing that we see and then people i think people hear us talk about it and they're probably like it's very simple but they haven't been on the other side yet right and i when a lot of times what i realized too when people talk about social media you can only talk about social media from your experience right and for the average person on the internet let me keep this real and it's no, it is no slight or shade against anybody. Most people on the internet, they're not going to have a lot of followers. They're not going to have a lot of interactions. Most people on the internet, they don't have nothing to push. They don't have nothing to promote. They're out there actually for consumption. And that's okay. It's okay to be only on the internet for consumption. But for people that produce and people that put things out, a lot of times their internet experience is very different. Right. Um, and a lot of times when things happen, people go well just do this and just do that well it's really easy for you to say it when you have not been on the other side where you've had hundreds of thousands of people respond to a tweet when you have you know your ads just fucking blow up with thousands of response you know yeah emails from burning right people. right like like you've you've never had to deal with that so it's real easy to talk from your experience when you've never been on the other side of being bombarded all at once the average person honestly could not handle it and couldn't deal with it and couldn't go through with it they just think they can but that's not the reality of it and something else i want to bring up too is that a lot of times and, and we've talked about this before what's so funny is that a lot of times people don't really have problems with me most of the time if anybody falls out with this podcast they 100 percent falling out with you i am mm. a byproduct of them falling out with you and i've come to the realization for a lot of people i'm just an afterthought when they think about the show for the most people they think about you they don't really think about me they are people that are fans of me and they love me please don't get me wrong but but when it comes to certain things and like a lot of the feedback and a lot of the 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 i you know i have a problem it's never really targeted towards me mm-hmm. yeah i think it's a respect thing for one um because i think a lot of times people don't really necessarily respect women's opinions on shit Mm-mm. um and then two the optics it's easier to disagree with this man and try to get people on board with it than to be like let's turn everybody against karen because they know it's not gonna work like i know to you you think it's just an afterthought but there's also the part that they know it won't work because anytime anybody's written up here and said something about you even if i'm like hey man so i'm not trying to go after this person the, you can watch social media and everybody be like i'm looking for this motherfucker <laughs> who and, are you and when i find them i'm on names yeah so i don't i don't i think you know don't underestimate yourself i think it's also just because the narcissistic people don't look at it and go uh look at this person they look at it and they go um 
look at this situation and look at this uh how can i manipulate it and you're very hard to manipulate people into not liking uh, you know yeah yeah like it's easier to do it with me i'm a man i'm outspoken yeah. i'm opinionated i you know i talk too much all that shit that's what, <laughs> that's what i can give you a ton of reasons i that's what's so weird it's like motherfuckers be trying to make me not like myself i'm like i don't like myself <laughs> like i don't know why like i don't know why you're trying to do extra work like you you can just let me be my own device if you need me to not be so cocky i'm not very cocky oh, it just feels that way to you right and so that's how people respond to it and like i said i i truth be told i can truly say that i am uh and, and, and not to toot my own horn but people that have met me in real life and have had real life interaction with me i am a very hard person not to like and i All am right. the type of person that you're not trying to be funny if you don't like me there's something wrong with you but you know what though in all fairness we both are we're both hard not to like correct and, I, and we're not bad people we're not going around there are people that legit like they go on their radio show and they're like we killing trans people is hilarious you know what i mean and then they just walk around the earth and fucking get attention get money get get platforms all the time and it's just and that is just a thing that happens in this world and mm-hmm. nobody and like they just don't give a fuck if anyone's mad Mm-mm. and they move about it and we care and that's our biggest like yeah. it's why our show is dope but it's also like the biggest thing that bothers us is being like man i wish everybody could understand that we're trying our best and we're doing we're not scientists we're not fucking phds we're just giving our opinions come on y'all we're making this shit up as we go we're not journalists we're just like nope it's you know and sometimes particularly doing the 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 podcast game particularly the way we're doing it we're out we're already outside of the box being marginalized people we're outside of the box uh where we're actually uh, making a profit off of we're outside of the box so uh to us it's like you driving down a road on an unpaved road right and as you go down the road it kind of pays underneath your wheels like you can see where you've been but as far as where you're going that's like you don't know and you get there when you get there and that's like a process and very few people can do that because most people are scared to go go down the unknown path but i am so glad that we're able to do this and maneuver this in in such a way that's actually beneficial uh to us and also beneficial to other people um because what i've realized too kind of over i guess what i realized over the years is that people actually watch us and i never realized over the years how many people actually watch us how many other podcasters watch us how many other people i did realize us. immediately i was already on top of it i'm glad i'm you glad did. you did because i didn't i was immediately like mm, look at them watching me <laughs> now the thing is though we we no matter what happens at the end of this journey we will have left a blueprint of course and we look will have left an impact on this in a way that can't be erased yeah. and it might not get all the credit for it um because of how we've done it independently and outside of the kind of you know the the auspices of what has been considered traditional media and mm-hmm. all that stuff but we left a blueprint man and i think um you know there's confidence in that but like i said it's the fact that we want to be doing the best that we can that is the thing that a narcissist will use against you because you said something i just want to say that is the illusion that people that narcissists try to create is this idea of well there's these people that aren't happy with you yeah but fuck them people there's not that many of them and most of them are crazy so we have to have some levity about it and be like but listen look at all these people that love us that's 2018 for me 
2018 is looking out and being like look at all these people that really 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 fuck with us that really love us that will be that will drive in la traffic to see us that will fucking come to charlotte to see us that have gone to that'll be in seattle to see us that have caught planes just to hang out with us for an hour what the fuck do i care that somebody can't be my friend because they can't manipulate me enough that that's enough and now and by accident we accidentally did the stuff we were supposed to do to get rid of a narcissist out of your life reading these steps uh with no contact we ignore them we uh ask our mutual friends hey hey nay on that shit we're not talking about them uh be wary of who are not respectful of you know leaving leaving y'all separate you know if motherfuckers try to be like uh well let me tell you about no 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 i'm good dog i'm good on that um you know get away from them from social media and stuff we accidentally we accidentally went on social media diet last year uh quote unquote like we took a break from social media just on some like this just doesn't feel good we need to take some time away from this and just worry about ourselves you know and it was very smart and i think it, it helped me a lot um obviously didn't have to worry about any money ties or whatever Mm because come on uh but uh yeah change your routine if you notice that they you know that they're uh on one social media platform or they're hanging out at a certain location don't go over there anymore um ignore the attempts to malign your reputation that was the hardest one for me uh but i did it uh block the phone number i didn't even have to do it but it's blocked uh often people get reluctant to those things because they think they're gonna appear weak but you gotta do it because you basically are starving them off of you and the thing is because they always move on to the next meal that they, they will be feeding on someone else and not be come back to you eventually right so they might come and test and that and that's and that's where you have to be strong because you know initially they might leave for a while sometimes it might be years then they'll come back and you got to be like nah i meant what i said and nah this this right here this can't work yep so all right we've talked a long time about that didn't mean to talk so long but maybe we helped somebody out there because i didn't know this shit when we went through it no and and i wish i had read something like this now this didn't come out to october of last year so you know i would have needed a time machine but still i wish i would have known what i was what i was experiencing so that i would so i could be prepared to be like oh when this happened to me this is just a part of their phase this is a part of their cycle you know and a lot of people listening maybe y'all are having this in your personal life family mm-hmm. members social media now which is this new era of how people can connect and glom onto you right um your friendships and stuff like that maybe you're seeing it happen to somebody else and you're like yo i i, I would like to let them know like hey i saw what happened to you and you're not doing anything wrong and, and, and it's okay that you're handling it by, by cutting this person off or whatever it, it could be a lot of stuff you know so um good luck to everybody out there because these motherfuckers are among us and you never know really uh who is and who isn't yeah and, and what's most important is that time will tell and something i've realized to listen to your gut instinct if somebody's around you and something within you tells you something about them ain't right listen to it because you know that internal thing is normally warning you about something but yeah. a lot of times we'll push against our own best judgment uh sometimes but but listen to it and t- and truly because we live in an age where everything is instant everything is fast everything is now they feed on that pushing 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 right because 
they want uh because they know they don't have a lot of time before before the 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 bridge burns and all that stuff so they trying to uh rush it and so they'll rush the beginning and then they're rushed in you know mm-hmm. instead of just letting things take their time because i have over the years i have met some wonderful people over the in, on the internet like some wonderful people that i would not have into some of my best friends i've met on the internet and so it's one of these things where the internet is not this deep dark terrible place that people portray it to be but also you have to maneuver it in a way to understand that there are people out there that are trying to get you so you kind of kind of have to weed through things and let time tell on these people because if somebody has these characteristics watch them on social media and most of these people you follow on multiple platforms you follow them on twitter on facebook and instagram and whatever snapchat whatever and a lot of times these behaviors go on all these platforms uh yeah and i think social media has let us speed shit up and you know it's good and bad like sometimes you can become good friends with somebody but at the same time it gives the illusion of knowing somebody the illusion of intimacy and sometimes it's like oh i don't really know you at all Mm -mm, you You know and this and sometimes it's too far it's it's too late when you find out that oh i didn't know this person at all they were they were actually kind of fucked up right and the thing about it you will know if you have a real true friendship if you say no no Mm. i can't come no i can't do something or no i have to cancel i always say my my friendships don't really even start until we disagree about something and then how do we manage that disagreement because conflict resolution is a fucking huge skill but so many adults don't have it well what i was gonna say is um conflict resolution is a huge skill but we are able now to kind of manipulate it and skip past it because you just check off certain boxes and that's why like i know it comes off like i'm very cynical about social media but one of the reasons i am cynical is stuff like you know today when i see people writing open letters to get sympathy for oh sean king is suing me and everyone in in that person's mentions is like yes this is so terrible how can he do this to a black queer person of color and all this stuff okay everyone in that thread agrees with this person right you go over to sean king's thread where he's like this person lied on me everyone in that thread agrees with sean king now what's the truth how can both happen at the same time you know what i'm saying like who have we now surrounded ourselves with just checking off the fucking mark cash you late to the show you have to go all the way back to the beginning to hear the uh podcast when it comes out but yeah um <laughs> it's like how can both of those be true at the same fucking time and everybody involved has no real information for you like nobody's able to give you the advice that if you put your mom on the phone and she and you said mom this is a thing that happened to me what would your mama say you know what i mean because my guess is sean king's mama would probably say man don't sue them people be above that son you are about you know all the social justice shit and if you really about that then focus on that and what they think about you will either be proven wrong or they're always gonna hate you and there's nothing you can do to change that and even if you get them to stop talking about you someone else will be talking about you tomorrow blah 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 right Mm mm-hmm that's what i hope a parent would say and if if you're that person that's like i'm not taking my tweet down unless you have some evidence and you want to go to trial for it my guess is most of y'all parents would be like baby it's not even worth it like who cares what that man like you already put it out there people know how you feel take it back you're not less of a person to take it back 
you Mm-mm. like they just gonna know you don't want to go to fucking court about it and that's okay you you and have a full real. you have a full life ahead of you career all this stuff that you don't really need to be bothered with this kind of person so he he wants to dunk on you on twitter it's okay move on but you know what you're not gonna hear that from people you're not gonna hear that from people on the internet because they just want to show they they're all gonna be like fight 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 because they don't really give a fuck about your mental well-being Mm-mm. or your physical well-being or your career well-being and i think nope. that kind of brings everything we just said full circle mm-hmm. and like i said we've gone on for a long time i'm not even gonna play any games today i'm just gonna do sword ratchetness and get out of here this is a good serious talkative fun informative episode okay guys yeah, we hope that it, you know, somebody's listening and, and shit like that, honey. Scope, look, watch, pay attention. Right. So, um, let's get into sore ratchetness and get out of here. Mm-hmm. All right. Where is that? Police scrambled to arrest a 15-year-old with a 24-inch sword at King's Cross Station. Ooh. British Transport Police, BTP, officers were called to remove the team from a great northern train service to the station, one of the busiest in London on Saturday afternoon. A sword concealed down his tra- trouser leg was seized from him by BTP officers. Based 24 at- inches down his trousers. Yeah. Woo. Said a sword in your pants. You just happy to see me. Ah, it's really a sword lexington still indeed come on he was detained and is being held in custody btp tweeted a picture of the large blade which appears to be a replica sword with a gem encrusted handle mm-hmm. legend of zelda ass nigga <laughs> that should still cut you no matter Do-do-do. how replica them replica cuts ain't fake Do-do-do-do. uh british uh transport police tweeted officers were called to king's cross earlier and removed a 15 year old male uh from gn rail uk service this was concealed down his treasure trouser leg arrested and currently being dealt with in custody the blade seizure comes at a time of high anxiety over knife-related violence in the capital <sighs> where stabbings have raised questions about the police public funding and gangs let me tell you something i know it's sad that people are getting stabbed and and killed okay in britain it's real sad but god i long for the days when it's just a stabbing oh america right more people can survive america is so bad because y'all, y'all, y'all don't even know don't don't even come visit here it's terrible it's terrible because because when have you heard of a hundred people got stabbed by one person unless they're a fucking ninja y'all are living the good life and don't even know it okay stabbing is a problem oh it's too many stabbings this year knife on knife crime too many stabbings not here dog they just killing motherfuckers can't even send the kids to school they just shooting mm-hmm. up to school y'all and britain they just like i hope i don't get stabbed at the school <laughs> I, I wish that was the biggest problem three people were stabbed last yesterday one person stabbed three people Woo! i know they broke a sweat yeah it is a it is a record yeah. year for stabbings there have been six stabbings four people have been hurt no deaths yeah no deaths i know and it's one of those things where they like fuck it if you gonna do it you're gonna have to look somebody in their goddamn eye you ain't gonna be able to do it from afar i'm envious as fuck Y'all ain't like, that. we have to get the semi-automatic knife 
regulations repealed come on (laughs) the most happened is that somebody invented a double blade now they can stab two people at once he had an ak-47 and was cutting up many many people as they ran by seven people were stabbed none no no injuries a load a loaded semi uh sword was used in this incident six six people were stabbed uh they were treated at the scene and released uh to go home meanwhile i was just like yep so we killed uh six people to walk into the school come on that was just the first class um Uh, she said the home secretary has some serious his serious violence strategy the mayor has his public health approach i think everybody's getting to play more and more of a part in supporting us what we are now seeing from what has been a herculean effort from the whole of the met we are beginning to see that knife crime has leveled off the most important indicator to me is knife injuries among 25 year olds seem to be consistently coming down must be nice all right y'all we'll talk to y'all uh saturday for a feedback show um tomorrow is a double header for me i'm doing uh this too much with bossy at 10 a.m in the morning so get your feedback in for that if you have any mm-hmm. uh and then um tomorrow night uh me and justin and hopefully karen will probably hop on too mm-hmm. uh doing balls deep and everything tomorrow night so uh and then i think friday is a nerd off if everybody's here so yes busy busy ass week seven whole days seven days of working all right we'll talk to y'all later until then peace Peace. Uh, I love you. I love you. Mwah. Mwah.